On today's show, the Yankees didn't hit a lot last night, but that's okay. Aaron Judge saved the day. We'll talk about last night's game, we'll discuss trade rumors, and we're going to do a little flashback Friday because I realized by the date that the Yankees had a walk-off five years ago today, so we're going to discuss it because those are always fun. All of that and more next on Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, Yankee fans. It is July 29th. We're only a few days away from the trade deadline. Can't believe it's actually almost here. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. That includes Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Also hit the like button and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Speaking of games, let's talk about last night, because that had the chance of being an extremely disappointing and annoying loss. That game was rough. Two hits. Two hits. Brady Singer, 10 strikeouts. Yankees are just... Uh, it, it seemed like one of those games where the offense was feeding off each other in the wrong way. You know how there are games when the offense feeds off each other in a good way and the team scores double-digit runs and you're thinking, wow, this is really cool. It felt like the opposite of that. And it felt like it could be a really bad loss. And... Andrew Benintendi hits that fly ball to left that sort of comes back in. And it's the first out of the bottom of the ninth. And they show Roldis Chapman in the bullpen. And I said out loud to Aaron Judge, end this expletive for a bodily function now because I do not want to see Chapman in this game. And Aaron James Judge did what I wanted him to do, did what I'm sure a lot of Yankee fans wanted him to do as soon as they saw Chapman warming up in a 0-0 game. First pitch, 431 feet, ends the game. After not having any walk-offs, uh, home runs. He's had walk-offs. After not having any walk-off home runs, he's had three this season. Aaron judges up to 39 home runs this season. And yes, I know, he didn't have that great a showing in the second game against the Mets. He's going to have games like that from time to time. But overall, we're all very thankful for the season that Aaron Judge is having. You need to be. If you aren't, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't see people, you know, um, bashing Aaron Judge too much. Not more than, as I said, the other night against the Mets. It's not like they're coming out and saying he's horrible. 
How could he do this? What's wrong with him? He has 39 home runs on July 29th. There's two days left in the month. He can get to 40 and beyond before the calendar turns to August. That is ludicrous. <laughs> Maris was at 40 at this point through the same number of games. It's very exciting what Aaron Judge is doing this season. So yes, thank God for Aaron Judge because no one else did anything. Benintendi was over four in his Yankees debut. Rizzo was over two. Torres had the other hit. Hicks was over three. Donaldson was over three. Gallo was over three with three strikeouts. Marwin Gonzalez was over two. Carpenter was over one. He pinch hit for Gonzalez. The Yankees struck out twelve times. So did the Royals. But Singer, seven innings, Torres's hit, one walk, ten strikeouts. Now Tyone had not a bad game, six innings, four hits, no runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. He lowered his ERA to 3.72. Marinaccio came in, looked really good. Two innings, no hits, no walks, three strikeouts. His ERA is down to 196. Clay Holmes was the pitcher of record when Judge hit his walk-off. He pitched an inning, walked two, looked a little iffy in those walks, but got a ground out to end the inning. Thank goodness. And the Yankees win. That was Holmes's fifth win, by the way. Now, the Yankees were so inept at the plate that they only left three on base. It wasn't one of those games when they don't score runs but they leave a bunch of guys on base like that game against who was it against Houston? One of the games in the doubleheader in Houston where they had the bases loaded like once or twice early and then let Javier off the, uh, off the hook. It wasn't that kind of a game. They barely got people to second base. So it was just a frustrating game. It could have been a lot more frustrating, but thankfully Barlow, basically threw a meatball. And even Derek Jeter tweeted about it. He quote tweeted the clip of Judge hitting the home run. And he said, there's the meatball down the middle I was talking about. So I like that retired Derek Jeter and Derek Jeter, who is no longer involved with the Marlins, is paying more attention to the Yankees because I'm hoping that this will make him come back to the stadium and be more involved with the Yankees. That would be nice. In a moment, we'll talk more about this game. And in a moment, we'll talk a little bit more about this game. We'll talk about some trade rumors that are happening. Christy Ackert of the Daily News, I believe it's the Daily News, made an interesting or tweeted something interesting, maybe like an hour ago. Um, yeah, and it got everyone's dander up. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. It's actually in a pretty good way. And um, I'm a little worried for Yankee fans because I think they might be going a little too crazy 
too soon, but we'll, we'll see what happens. So yeah, in a moment, we'll talk about all that. But first, as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier for you to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know? Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That's linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. The trade deadline is August 2nd, and Locked On MLB has all the breakdowns. Locked On Yankees will have rapid reactions to any move made, so subscribe to Locked On Yankees on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you're notified when each episode premieres. Yeah, we are on duty this weekend, so in case something happens, you might be seeing my smiling face, if you so choose, on YouTube talking about any possible moves that are going to be made. Christy Ackert said in a tweet that the people down in Tampa were joking about the fact that they can't go anywhere without running into a scout from the Reds. Hmm. If you're not watching on YouTube, I'm doing that stupid thinking, pondering face. Hmm. And raising an eyebrow. So what could this mean? Could it mean Luis Castillo? I'm crossing my fingers if you're not watching me on YouTube. Could this please mean Luis Castillo? I would be fine with Andrew Benintendi and Luis Castillo. They needed another outfielder. They definitely need a starter. Would I like another bullpen arm? You bet your butt I would. Uh, I honestly would love to see D-Rob come back. The Cubs don't need him. The Cubs don't need half their team. They could trade them all away. He knows what it's like to pitch in New York. He's still pitching pretty well. For his advanced age, he's not even that old, he's 37. But in baseball, 37 is old. So I wouldn't mind seeing D-Rob. Let me know what you think in the comments on YouTube. And let me know on Twitter as well. Lockdown Yankees, all one word. Tweet at us and tell us what you think about the possibility of D-Rob coming back for a third time. That could be fun. Yeah, that could be fun. But like I said, Castillo, yes. Maybe Montas, yes. Either one of those guys would be great. I would prefer Castillo, but I know the Yankees need to make at least one more big move. And it needs to be a pitcher. So we'll see what happens. I know that Miguel Andujar is on the trading block. They're trying to shop him around. He said he wanted to be traded in June. And the Yankees know that they can't just give him away. Because he is worth something. You know, he can hit at a major league level. He's really just stuck behind a bunch of guys who are on the major league team, which is a bummer for him. He's still young. He's only 27. You know, he can hit. And I feel like he can go to another team and really contribute on the major league level. Would I like for him to contribute to the Yankees? Yes, I would. But there's no room for him. And that stinks. And I feel bad for him because, you know, he had some good moments for the Yankees and 
you know, what are you going to do? That's just the way baseball works. So more about last night. Let's see. The Royals were 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position, and they left 8 on base. Tyone was kind of, you know, teetering where it looked like he could implode. He ultimately didn't. Thank goodness. <laughs> um, it looked that way a couple of times, and then it, he didn't. Um, but it was just, again, it was a frustrating game watching the Yankees not being able to do anything. And it was just really nice that Judge basically was like, I got you. Don't worry. I got you. I'll do this. And as I said earlier, 431. That was a no doubter when he hit that ball. And Derek, I always say Derek Cole. Why? I know his name is Garrett. Do I have Derek Jeter on the brain? But I don't know why, because I do it all. I say Derek Cole. I know his name. <laughs> Garrett Cole tipped his cap to Aaron Judge when he was watching the ball go out. I thought that was funny. And what a fun first game for Andrew Benintendi. It looked kind of, you know, iffy there for the first almost nine full innings. And then he got to see what Aaron Judge can do as a teammate instead of being victimized by Aaron Judge. He got to celebrate with the Yankees. So that must have been fun for him. Um, you know, I'm not going to judge him for his first game being 0 for 4 while most of the other guys didn't do anything either. So I'll give Andrew Benintendi a pass this time. Just this time, though, Andrew. I'm kidding. I'm not going to be that like that. I just went to MLB Trade Rumors. I thought I had the tab open. I didn't. So the Yankees have re-signed Ryan Weber and Shane Green to minor league deals. Now, this is really funny because... Ryan Weber keeps being like he keeps electing free agency and then re-signing with the Yankees. And I like Weber. You know, the few times that he's pitched for the Yankees, he's done pretty well. Um, you know, his overall record in the majors is not that great. You know, in 174 and two-third innings, his ERA is a 5.10. But for the few times that he's pitched for the Yankees, he's done really well. So uh, when I saw that he had elected free agency, I was slightly bummed, and now he's back again. And it's for the fourth time. <laughs> I knew about three. I didn't realize it was four, but it's the fourth time. Ryan Weber's back. And Shane Green, I just... <sighs> when he was in the game the other day, it struck me how long ago he was with the Yankees. My dad was still alive when he was with the Yankees because he was in the game the day before Jeter's walk-off at the last game at the stadium for his career. And when I saw that, I think I tweeted, the last time Shane Green pitched for the Yankees, my father was still alive. And it just was like, whoa, that's like a mind, a mind F. I don't. Obviously, I can't say the word, but you know what I mean? It just really was when I thought about how long ago it was that Shane Green pitched for the Yankees. That was uh, that was a weird one. Now, as I said, the, the Andujar thing, he's 27. That's still young. Like, you're just hitting your prime at 27 years old, especially in baseball. Like, that's usually around the time where a guy, you say like 27 to like 32, and then you kind of drop off after 32, unless you're some freak of nature, which, you know, we've seen some guys who are freaks of nature and they're okay after 32. Um, you know, he finished second 
rookie of the year. He had a 297, 328, 527 batting line back in 2018. He had 27 home runs. A shoulder injury ended his 2019. And as I said, lots of guys are blocking him from playing with the Yankees. And the Yankees are not going to give him away for nothing. But don't be surprised if he's one of the people that you see go in a deal for someone big, like a possible Castillo deal. Um, because the Reds aren't going to just take anyone for Luis Castillo. You're going to have to give them a good package in order for them to accept it. So don't be surprised if you see Andujar in a package for Castillo. So in a moment, we will be looking back at a game from five years ago, because why not? It's always fun. And as I said, when I saw the date, I thought to myself, I think the Yankees walked off on this day five years ago. I don't remember why I walked into a room most days, but I remember things like that. So we're going to look back at that game because it was a fun one. But first, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Now, it seems the over-under for runs scored tonight in the Yankees-Royals game is eight and a half, which seems kind of generous after last night. But I'm not a person who makes betting lines, but go to Bet Online and look for yourself. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we're going back to July 29th, 2017. Five years ago today, it was a Saturday day game. Yankees at this point were 56 and 46. The Rays were 53 and 52. It was a 108 start time. Attendance was 43,015. And your starters, Blake Snell and Caleb Smith for the Yankees. Your lineup, Tampa Bay, Peter Borges, Steven Sousa Jr., Evan Longoria, Lucas Duda, Trevor Plouffe, Corey Dickerson, Tim Beckham, Adani Hechevarria, Jesus Sucre, and as I said, Blake Snell. And then for the Yankees, Brett Gardner, Clint Frazier, Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, Matt Holliday, DH, Didi Gregorius, Garrett Cooper, Todd Frazier, Ronald Torres, and Caleb Smith, your starter. Now, both teams had six pitchers in this game. And David Robertson, who I was just advocating for a trade, <laughs> blew the save in this game. <laughs> in the eighth inning, but he blew the save. We'll talk about that in a second. Your umpires, Dan Iasonia at home, Lance Barksdale at first, Stu Shewerwater at second, and Trip Gibson, third base. Trip Gibson, didn't he have a rough time in Fenway a couple weekends ago? Yeah. Caleb Smith gives up a home run to Peter Borges right away. It was the second pitch, but that's pretty much right away. So Tampa's already up 1-0 in the first inning. The Yankees strike back in the bottom of the second on a sack fly by Didi Gregorius. The Rays score again in the top of the third on their own sack fly, this time by Duda. So it's 2-1 Rays. The Yankees tie the game in the bottom of the fourth. Gary Sanchez led off the inning with a home run off Snell. Top of the fifth, Rays come right back. 
Steven Sousa Jr. hits a home run off Adam Warren, who had come in to replace Caleb Smith in the fourth inning. In the bottom of the sixth, Chase Headley hits a two-run home run to put the Yankees up 4-3. Matt Holliday was on base when that happened. In the top of the eighth, David Robertson comes in to replace Tommy Canely, who was pitching the seventh inning, gives up a home run to Lucas Duda. It is 4-4. How exciting. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Brad Boxberger replaces Tommy Hunter. Chase Headley walks. Jacoby Ellsbury pinch runs for Chase Headley. Todd Frazier is up. Ellsbury steals second. And then Frazier ends up being hit by a pitch. Ronald Torres bunts to third, but makes it. Ellsbury to third, Frazier to second. The bases are loaded. The Rays go to Dan Jennings. And Brett Gardner hits a walk-off single to score Ellsbury. And the Yankees win 5-4. It's so exciting. But this was when Brett Gardner was trying to grow that mustache in 2017 that didn't last that long. And he looked pretty goofy. But, you know, I can call him old man Brett Gardner now because he's no longer playing baseball. But he wasn't that old then. Not yet. But, yeah, the Yankees walked off five years ago today. And they walked off last night. How exciting. Yay for the Yankees. So I was going to try and preview Sunday's game because, as I said on yesterday's show, we didn't know who was pitching against Jordan Montgomery, and we still don't know. It's still TBD, so I can't preview that for you. Now, tomorrow is Old Timers Day, and I need to do a makeup show. And it's going to be the first time since 1999 that I'm not attending an old-timers day. It's going to be very strange for me not being at the stadium for old-timers day. But when I found out that they weren't having a game, I thought, why am I, why would I even go? That's why I went. I went, I didn't just go for the ceremony. I went for the game. I wanted to see the old-timers play. And they're not doing that this season. So it just seems silly for me to go. So no old-timers day for me. But we might have a show during Old Timers Day. We're definitely having a show tomorrow. I'm telling you that. We're definitely having a show tomorrow. And we're going to have one on Sunday. But it might be an Old Timers Day show tomorrow. I might tell some stories about the Old Timers Days that I've attended in the past. Some home runs I've watched. Deki Matsui. Um, who's the other one that hit the funny home run? Didn't Mo hit a home run? There was like a crazy, like some of the stuff that's happened at old timers days in the past have been crazy. And because I started going to old timers days in the late nineties, there've been a lot of people who have passed away since then. You know, there's no more, there are no more guys left from the old, like the old days. And now the old timers who are showing up are guys who played during the dynasty years. And some of the guys who played in the two thousands, because that's how time marches on, people. You know, when I first started going to Old Timers Day, it was Yogi, Whitey, Moose Scourin, uh, some of the guys who were still left from the 40s teams. All those guys are gone now, and it's uh, depressing, but that's how life is. So tomorrow definitely will be a show, could be an Old Timers Day show, could be a reaction to the game tomorrow. We'll see. We might also have bonus shows in case something happens and the Yankees actually do deal for Luis Castillo or if they do something else. I'm expecting them to do something else. Don't know if it'll be over the weekend, but 
something should happen. So there's the plan. So join me tomorrow or Sunday if you want to. I mean, I know it's summer and I know people go out, but if you'd like to hear about Yankee stuff, definitely tune in. So that's it for this episode of Locked on Yankees, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can listen to this show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, like and comment on YouTube and click the bell notification so you know when our videos go up. And if you're looking for something else to listen to after you listen to us, why not listen to Locked On MLB? Make your second listen of the day, the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team, including his Red Sox, and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast locked on MLB. You can follow it on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. So enjoy the weekend, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.